Well, hello and welcome back. My name is Tudor. This is the Seven Transformations podcast. Thank you for joining me tonight. At least for me, it's evening. I hope wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're having a good time. Today, we're going to talk about an interesting topic that probably sounds uh, pretty lofty from the title, The Purpose of Life. And it is part of a series of episodes called Demystifying the Mystical Six. These are words that have been put on a pedestal, let's say, through our culture, through our speaking, our understanding, the way they occur to us. Uh, They are something that I chose to outline in my book, The Seven Transformations, which is what this podcast is named after. And not so much that, but even just seeing them in your own life. These are words that have been touted as very... You know, when you hear them, you think, oh my gosh, a serious conversation is about to start. So I decided that I would pick these words out and create a different view about them. Because ultimately, if you are in the work of transformation with your own life, personal growth, these types of things that we're all hungry for, I think a lot of these words are a very significant part of being able to incorporate that on a daily basis. You know, transformation is not some crazy lofty thing that you need to be a special person or have special knowledge for. It is something that's a part of everyday life. It is something very normal that you can talk to other people about openly and and should be able to do so. So, you know, that's one of the the mystical six words. And this particular episode, excuse me, is about the purpose of life you know, the the life purpose, purpose of life, whatever you want to call it, in that this is a word or phrase that has been traditionally thought of as a very, you know, like, what's the meaning of life? What You know, that's the big question of all time. And I wanted to take a stab at it because it's something that we're all curious about. And I think that particularly this particular word or phrase Uh, If we look at it from a different perspective, if we bring it down back to earth, if we demystify it, so to speak, I believe it can give us an access to a very, very powerful way of looking at our life, about looking at our every single action, at uh, our goals, our future, at everything. You know, and and really, this right here is what uh, drove my book, you know, to create the book. The idea is is very simple, and it kind of just goes from there. So, you know, let's let's take a look at this question. You know, what is the purpose of life? When you hear that, that is like huge question. Like, how can you even answer that? And the first thing is we have to be careful with our words because the purpose of life is not really a philosophical question at all, even though it may occur that way. And purpose of life implies function. You know, we didn't say what's the meaning of life. That's a very different question. And certainly, you know, that question doesn't really have an answer because it's relative to everybody. You know, the meaning of my life is going to be very different from the meaning of your life and the next guys and the next girls. So it is what we make it. But the purpose of life is something that we can look at very objectively, very differently, uh, just from observation. You know, we have, I talk about this a lot, but we have lost our ability to look around us, to look at nature, and infer the answers. Everything you need to know 
about life, about yourself, about the universe, about wisdom, has already been discovered and is right there, right under your nose. If you just take the time to observe nature, to listen to the universe, to meditate maybe, whatever it is that you do to slow yourself down, these things are very, very valuable practices that have been around forever. And when we do that, we allow wisdom to sink in, to to plant a seed and grow. And with that, you know, regarding the purpose of life, one of the first things that we look around in nature and that is very observable, probably the most obvious thing, is that everything changes. Change, as they say, is the only constant. And it is, con- you know, constantly, to use the same word again, constantly happening all around us, continuously. There is no such thing as permanence in anything. We love to have permanence. We create it through our language, through our thinking. But in reality, nothing is permanent. The universe is constantly changing. It is like trying to grab water from a running faucet. And this idea is something that you can keep in your tool belt, uh, your philosophical tool belt, to help you detach from situations that are draining your energy. You know, there's a book, the Chinese culture, called the I Ching, which is a very interesting book. It's been around for a very long time. It's called The Book of Changes, and not to go too much into detail about it, but it was the result of really observing nature by the old ancient ones like Confucius and, you know, all these other old philosophers, and seeing the patterns of nature and relating them to our lives, and is, you know, often cited as a book of wisdom. So I, I challenge you to really look at this principle of change and kind of entertain the following idea that the reason that there's so much change constantly, what is driving that change? There's something driving it, and that is energy. So if you look all around you, every single change in anything, whether it's at the molecule level, at your, you know, the level in front of you, at a societal level over thousands of years, it is just constant energy moving from one place to another. Everything has cycles from the smallest things to the largest things. That is one constant. So this energy that is driving the universe, that is propelling it forward, however and wherever it's from, it is essentially creative in nature. And when I say creative, I don't mean artistic, I don't mean anything like that, but creative, generative, as in it generates more of itself. It is creating constantly. So the change is not just change, it is creation. It is the process of creation constantly unfolding itself. And, you know, if you look at your body, every minute it's a different body. It's a different orientation of cells and atoms in space. Your body literally goes through an entire new set of organs and bones and things within, I think, something like seven years. It's fascinating that we are somehow, we are constantly in this flux and change, but yet we perceive ourselves as permanent. It is a fascinating idea if you ever sit with it. But look at that idea. So change is the constant of the universe, and inferred from that is that the energy causing this change 
is creative in nature. The universe is constantly generating more. So just from a simple conclusion, if you are a part of this universe, if you're part of that plan, that mechanism, then certainly your life operates by the same principles. So if we look at just biological life, period, the purpose of life is to create more of itself, to pass on information, to, you know, basically acquire new information and adapt. So there's several things that we can infer from nature. And how does that have to do, you know, so now the big question is, what does all this have to do with my life? Living a busy life in the city, going to work, going to school, you know, getting my degree, you know, whatever it is. Well, think about it. So if the purpose of life is generative, it is creative in nature, then the answer is very simple. There is no complicated answer to the purpose of life. The purpose of life, of your life, of my life, is to create. It's as simple as that. It is to create. Now, if you let that sit with you, initially it may kind of fall a little flat in the sense that it's like, okay, well, now what? The purpose of my life is to create. Well, I'm not really that artistic or, you know, what what am I supposed to create? That kind of thing. And again, if we just let it sit and we listen and we look, there are all the answers that can come to us very easily. And this is going to be another one of my episodes. These are all tied together. You know, this is the important thing to remember that these mystical words, they, they all kind of feed into each other because one of the other mystical six is creative energy. You know, and I'll mention it briefly here, but the idea that creation is something reserved solely for the artistic or, you know, special situations when you're creating a project or whatever, you know, the list goes on. There's an association to that word, to creative energy, to creation, that puts it in a special circumstance. When in reality, that is the exact obstacle that prevents us from accessing that creative power. And that's what the, you know, these episodes and and demystifying these words is all about. Because by keeping them in in a mystical status, they alienate you from something that is very powerful and that should be part of your life every day. Your creative energy has nothing to do with being artistic. Your creative energy is the energy of the universe itself expressing itself through you into your daily actions. All these little minute changes, all the impact that you leave on the world, your words that you speak, the actions that you take, the things that you do, they're all creation. You are constantly creating. And when you get that, when you get that you are constantly creating, whether you realize it or not, and by the way, you're also being created too. So you have to be very judicious about what is influencing you. You know, what kind, are you watching TV all day or are you engaging your own mind in your own self, discovering, you know, who you are? What are you here to bring to the world? You know, being creative is about bringing the unreal, right, the things that are in possibility land or in information land into the real world. It has nothing to do with talent. 
It has nothing to do with creativity. Somebody can be a wonderful chef, and that is how they express their creative energy. That's how they assimilate different foods, put their own life force in them, and create something new. That's how the universe expresses creation through them. You know, somebody might be a good artist, obviously, bringing pictures to life of people, or a makeup artist transforming and changing, you know, people's image and faces and making them beautiful. Somebody like my dad, for example, who is one of the top mechanics in the entire country for Acura, you know, his creative energy is input in a, you know, mechanical way, you know, fixing and changing and repairing, you know, broken cars, you know. So ultimately it's it's not about creativity being something associated with talent. It is seeing that creative energy is something that is universal to all of us because we are part of this generative creative system. And when you see that that system is expressing itself constantly and you are creating whether you want to or not, then you realize how much power you have because your creative energy is going to go somewhere whether you want to or not. You are either going to create beautiful things and contribute to the world with who you are and what you're passionate about, what you're curious about, what your skills are, or even what your life lessons are. You know, there's many ways to fulfill that life purpose, and I'm not going to get into them here. I will definitely create an episode in the future about that. But uh, <clears throat> regardless of all those different ways to fulfill your life purpose, the main principle here is that the purpose of life is not something mystical. It's not something that has a a really crazy answer or is very difficult to discern. It is something very simple. It is to create. It is to join and be a part of this creative tidal wave, this force that you're already a part of. And I use this metaphor about a rock and a river and a board, like a wooden board. You know, if life is moving forward whether you want to or not. Like I like I said, it's like grabbing water out of a faucet. But instead of the faucet, think of a river. You know, you can't control the flow of the water, but you can control whether you are a rock at the bottom of a river, getting pushed around, you know, hitting other rocks, slowly, you know, going your way, or if you are a wooden board or a leaf floating on top of all that. You know, and that metaphor basically is in relationship to what we're talking about here, which is that your creative purpose in this life, you're already creating. Life is already expressing itself through you, through change. You can be a part of that change. You know, you've heard that before. You've heard it in politics even, right? We've heard it everywhere else. Gandhi, you know, it's it's the same thing because, again, the stuff that's there to change your life has already been discovered. There is no, there's nothing new that I'm talking about here. This is just my personal take on it, my experience, but there's nothing new. The purpose of life has been the same and it will be the same. Change is not going anywhere. It's part of our existence. And that change is connected to energy, which is creative in nature. It's not destructive. The the arrow of time does not move backwards. Things are not undoing themselves they are being created they're moving forward they're evolving 
You know, so you have to look at that, look at the bigger picture, and see that your life is also part of that. So the answer is simple. You are here to create. And once you divine that answer from simple observation, the next most important question is, what are you doing with your power to create? You know, this is something that is the crux of the entire book that I'm writing, the crux of personal improvement of anything. It's about personal power and what are you doing with your amazing ability to create anything. You know, if you look at everything else besides us, it has a predictable outcome. An asteroid floating floating around in space can only create other asteroids because that's all it does. It gets hit by a rock, it splits up into more. That's all it creates. You know, a star, as as ancient and large as and crazy as stars are, they can only create, you know, other stars. That's all they can do. And you look at everything in the universe, and it's been like that. And and there's been a, a track of evolution where the universe has gotten smarter and smarter and figured out more interesting things that it can create over time. And it went from simple to complex. You know, first you had planets, then then life evolved, and life could explore and and record things through DNA and information and pass it on, and, and that was really more interesting and have all kinds of variety and create all kinds of itself. And then you had intelligent life like us. And we're now at the point where we can create anything, which is a crazy thought. Like literally anything that you can think of in your mind, you can create. How much variety of responses and possibilities that we are open to you know, a tiger can only create more tigers. That's it. That's all it's programmed to do. A human being, after billions of years of evolution, the universe finally came up with a form that can create anything, and that's you. The atoms in your body aren't as old as you. They're billions of years old. They were from the stars, but they've traveled throughout all that time, all that distance from God knows where, through different permutations and combinations of all these little Rubik's cubes constantly changing until they got to your form. Take take some time and look in the mirror. Look deep within the blackness of your eyes or make some eye contact with another person and see that in that blackness is the universe itself. It is the heart of the void that has brought you forward into this life to create anything. You can literally materialize anything. And there's a price for that. You know, a star can only create stars, but it's around for billions of years. We can create anything, but our lifespan isn't that long. So there's a huge lesson to be learned here about your creative energy and your life purpose. Your life purpose is very special because you can bring anything into this world, but you aren't around that long. And you have to use your time wisely. You have to see the value of your actions in everything that you do as a connection to that creative power. And most importantly, and this is what the seven transformations are about, and the practice of transformation is an ongoing thing, is that you can't let that creative energy be lost on trivial things. You know, there's so many things that rob us of our creative energy, our power, that that is the entire, you know, foundation of personal growth is figuring out how we can maintain our creative energy 
so that it doesn't get siphoned off into petty trivial conflicts into you know worthless pursuits of time time crunchers whatever you know that's the whole point so your purpose of life is to create there's nothing mystical about it and like i said i'll be creating a lot of episodes around this idea i think it's really interesting to talk about i think it's fun to bring it back down to earth and to see it as something normal because it allows you to connect your daily actions to a very fundamental idea. You know, when you're breathing out, you're creating carbon dioxide, but nobody thinks of it that way. Nobody ascribes a creative act to even, you know, exhaling. But you are. You're creating carbon dioxide for the plants around you, just like they're creating oxygen for you. When you're driving, you're creating wear and tear on your tires, on the roads, you're creating pollution. You're creating constantly. But how often do we see our daily lives as creating? You know, we see that as these little moments here and there, but you're creating constantly. So the moment you see that, that you are creating constantly, that you have the power of creating anything at any point in time, you can start to shift your actions in alignment with that idea and start to see what are you passionate about? What are you here to contribute? What do you love? What are you curious about? What experiences have you had in your life that you can give to other people? And in so doing, you can access that creative purpose of life and bring something into this world that means something and that passes it on. That's that's it. That's the purpose of life. It's not complicated. So I'm looking forward to recording some episodes about creative energy. That's the other, you know, it's an, another mystical word in our group, and as well as, you know, looking at the purpose of life in more detail and basically how we, you know, what are the different ways that we can access that? What kind of actions, you know, how how can we get more into the nitty-gritty of it? Because that's a whole nother conversation. So stay tuned. This was the Mystical Six, demystifying the purpose of life. Bring it down back to earth. It's pretty simple. Create or be created. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or you just want to say hello, feel free to reach out. I'm on Instagram uh, as Two Doors Blog. It's T-W-O-D-O-O-R-S-B-L-O-G. I maintain videos and all kinds of stuff about my professional dancing and music and stuff on there. So if you like that stuff, that's also on there. Uh, or you can just hit me up on Facebook. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the 7 Transformations Podcast. Hope you have a good evening, good morning, wherever you're at, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.